everyone, and uh, welcome to another fantastic, dabalicious, lituation <laughs> episode of Cinemaniacs with Lovett and Gibbs. I'm Lovett, and, uh, and I'm Gibbs. He's Gibbs, and I'm Lovett. Um, but you, you, you might as well call me by my real name, which is Harold. Harold Lovett. No, it's actually Eric. That was that supposed to be a joke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Um, yeah. Anyway, so today is, as you could probably tell by the title, it's another decade. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're working our way through it. And working our way through it. It's July, so, you know. Yeah, but it's like late July, so we've actually, it's like actually almost been t- two months. We've been, we're really inconsistent with our, our posts. We had, we had two really oh, close, well. we had pick, the Pixar one and the one with Nathan really close together. Yeah. And then we've had like a whole like week and a half gap. Yeah, because you're busy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have a life. Uh, um, but <laughs> I don't have a life, okay? No, I'm joking. I, I'm joking. I've legit spent the last week trying to be fit and healthy. I'm on a diet, guys. You're proud of I'm, me. I'm really proud of Eric. Thanks. I am really proud can of him. We, we went for a run together. Can you see it? Oh my God. Okay. Put it away. No. Okay. Um, we oh, went, that doesn't sound That doesn't, right. sound, that doesn't good. sound right. Okay, I didn't mean it like that. I, he, he took a shell. Or, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Alright. God damn it, this is awful. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, today we're talking about the 1960s, which is, you know, a pretty interesting decade in movies. Actually, okay. So, when, when we were preparing for this, before I started, like, watching a lot of 60s, I hadn't seen much, like, really. Same. I'd only seen a few movies, and a lot of them were fairly mediocre. Um, but... I, in preparation for this, I've seen some fantastic movies. Mm. Um, it's a strong decade. It's a strong decade. Well, it's definitely it's the transition between like you know black and white to color. It's basically where everything basically went to color. So it was probably it was actually a really massive sort of decade for film. Really, like it was a massive transition. Yeah. Like if you really, th- it was a pretty like staple decade. I feel actually. like it kind of is a forgotten decade though. A lot of the movies, it's a little forgotten. A lot but of it's... the movies from there have been kind of just locked away in a vault somewhere. Mm, I don't know. I mean, there's a few that are literally, like, you can... They're basically, like, pop right, culture phenom- yeah, phenomenons, yeah, be, which two are going to talk about today. Right, to be fair, one, two... Yeah, uh, and, well, Psycho as well. Oh, Psycho as well, yes. Those three. Those three are... We're going to talk about those three. We'll talk about them a bit later. But I think first... Yeah, there are a lot of hidden gems, though. Yeah, you know, a lot of hidden gems, I agree. So you're you're going to be talking about one big one, which I haven't seen. One bigger um, hidden we'll, gem. We'll or Peeping what? Tom, which... Well. It's, it's one that not many people have yeah, not many, seen. Yeah, not many people have heard of, yeah. Um, okay, let's... I think... Um, but first... First. So, um, last week we saw Spider-Man. Do you know... Here's a great segue for you, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, dogs and cats. So, um, the first Spider-Man comic debuted in 1962. Nice. So, boom, what nice, a segue. Nice, I like so, that. So, we saw Spider-Man last, last week, was it? Far no, two, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, I think. We it saw was. it, like, the day after it opened or something. Yeah, we saw yeah. it We saw it today, two weeks ago. Yeah. It was, it was, it was Monday, it was, yeah. Was it Monday? Yeah. Wait, today Monday? Yeah, so yeah, it was Monday. Monday. Okay, good. Yeah. We saw it, um, two weeks ago, and it was... We saw we, it in we IMAX. Of, yeah, we went, we went up to Melbourne with the... With the low gang, the gang, the the cinemaniacs. We went. We basically went on a insane asylum trip because we're cinemaniacs. Emphasis on maniacs. It got it got lit. I'm literally four seconds from getting up and leaving right okay. now. <laughs> okay. The amount of cringe. I really like pushing you to. You do. Much. I've noticed. Yeah. Um. So 
yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home. Obviously, this is the first film after Endgame, which is, you know, like the sort of the ending of the MCU, kind of like the ending of the the era, the, the saga. What, what we know is the MCU. I'm sure they'll do um, something good, but... But for some reason, this film was the ending of Phase 3 instead of Endgame, which... No, I don't know, they, they really weird. capped it off. It was an epilogue. Yeah, they, it, was, they, it was, yeah. Like, they really dealt with Tony Stark... Spoiler. No, say it. You, you're, you're, dumb, it. you're dumb if you haven't seen it. So, um, they really dealt well with Tony Stark's death and the repercussions yeah. of all that and how it affected And obviously... People. And also, they called it the blip. The blip. Instead of the snapping. The blip. Whatever. So from the start, we see the, um, sort of, you know, the newsreel thing. You which thought is that cool. was in bad taste. I thought it was funny. Well, okay, I'll tell you what I thought was in good taste and what was in bad taste. The... When it said the rip... With like the Getty images, that was funny. Which I mean, I suppose it kind of is, but with like the um, with Cap and Black Widow and Stark, yeah. I don't know. It was a little because like, but you can understand why. Like the last film, it was like really emotional. They built it up, and it sort of betrayed the themes of that. Yeah, like by just making it kind of a joke, you know. Like I don't know, but I thought it was funny how it was like the people blipping in and out of the basketball game. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like and it was like five years later and people were blipped in and <laughs> during the basketball game that was yeah, which, that was honest, really to be funny. Honest, Nathan Nathan has said it. Um, if they were in a plane, yeah, then there's gonna be death. There's gonna be a lot of deaths. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it depends where you are, really. You're in say a skyscraper, then that skyscraper's got demolished. Yeah. Or the skyscraper that's been built where you're standing. Oh, yeah. And you got blitz. Yeah, you're just, in like, concrete. Yeah, you inside a wall or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool to talk about. Um, so, it's, yeah, that's... They played it. They no, played they, it, they played it well. Like, it's a Spider-Man movie. Of course, it's going to ha- sort of poke fun at things. Um, and then we see Spider-Man, obviously, at, like, the sort of community help centre with Aunt May, with, like, the homeless shelter. That was cool, yeah. yeah. And John Favreau and Aunt May sort of... Or John Favreau like hitting on Happy. Damn, get in on. there. <laughs> yeah. Get in there, Marissa no, no. Tomei. Damn. There's no way John Favreau would score Marissa Tomei. No chance. I love that guy. No, I actually I want to be John Favreau. John Favreau is awesome. He's also like really good at cooking. Yeah, yeah. He's got like a cooking show on Netflix, yeah. doesn't he? I can't remember what it's called, but... Like Chef was a passion project. Oh, yeah, Chef. Yeah, he, made, he did that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and then obviously we see he obviously gets his he packs his bag on his trip with his friends which that's all he wants to do and the first half of the film is a little bit sort of I don't know this is what I found it was funny but it was sort of gag like team gag after gag after gag you know what I mean like it sort of felt like a bit of a cycle yeah. like sort of just a teen joke and a joke after a joke you know what I mean like, it was good it was good like it was funny but it yeah. just felt like that a cycle that's I'm not sure whether or not I like Spider-Man outside New York I love that. I mean, it's a deviation. Like, yeah, every was, other film has just been him in New York, but it's yeah. it's great to see him in other places. At the end of the movie, we did get some, like, Manhattan webs. webs oh, yeah, movies. which obviously we need. Awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Post-credits thing we'll talk about later. We'll talk about later, Incredible. yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it's okay. Let's talk about Mysterio stuff, because he's a massive yeah, we'll talk, part so, of it. So, basically, the big... The real part of the, um, the movie was, like, the bulk of it was the Mysterio kind of trying to steal Tony Stark's glasses or something. And Peter was trying... Edith, yeah. Yeah. Peter was trying to do, like, the right thing. And uh, he gave the special nuclear glasses or whatever to Mysterio. It was cool. Um, I like what they did with the kind of, like, the trippy kind of projection thing and the reality. Oh, my God. That was incredible. It was interesting. That was... The the scene with um, the trippy sort of, you know, with, like, the different... the Iron Man is like a skeleton yeah. coming out the grave and like the different like the heads of um, Mysterio with like a him in the snow like a snow yeah. sort of globe and that was amazing that's one of my favourite scenes in the MCU it was honestly. really cool it was incredible it was really but like cool. going back to sort of the bar scene um, which was a little like 
I like the reveal. I kind of like it. I like the reveal because it was had that thing that Tony Stark had when he had the glasses on and everything went blue and like changed. It was yeah. sort of like the reality stone a little bit. Yeah, and I like how I, I like how they actually because I've gone back and watched Civil War since just because I was bored. Mm-hmm. And I like how they they did that kind of playback like with the how he was using that technology. Yeah, just yeah. As a little was a therapy, sort of a, therapy yeah. session instead of like a revolutionary te- revolutionary technology, which it is. Like yeah, it which was, it is. Yeah. They really play with, and I, this is what I like about Marvel. They make it so real. Like I was scared when I saw these big monsters mm-hmm. that they were going to just kind of. Yeah, it was going to be like just big monsters. From it was going to be like from hell, hell and like sort of DC. Yeah, villains. it's dumb DC. Yeah. yeah. They did it really. But they, they did they it really well. well. They made it technologically based. This is what yeah. Marvel does so well. They ground it's grounded it. They yeah, ground it's, the yeah. film. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That's a really yeah. good point. Um, and that bar scene with like, uh, I loved how they called back to the first Iron Man with like, um, Tony Stark built his suit in a cave, like yelling at the guy, like um, Jeff Bridges yelling at the yeah. that that guy with the glasses. Which I mean, apparently it's the same exact same actor. Which yeah. I mean, well they show it in the film, but which is awesome. Um, I don't know, it was a little, like, it was a little weird when you first watch it, you're sort of looking at it, and it, I don't know, this, I wish they went through more people showing what, how Tony Stark sort of screwed them over, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, but they only went through, like, two or three people. Yeah. Um, I wish they went through more people just to sort of fill that out a little bit more. But um, Tony, it also kind of buys into Tony Stark's kind of redemption arc. Like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly, you're right. his whole character, he was yeah. redeemed. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of cool. It's a little, like... I don't know, it was a little weird, that, that scene, but it was still cool. Um, and then, uh, what else? I'm trying to think what else happened later in the film. The the Spider-Man, uh, the Tom Holland's and Daya relationship. Oh, yeah, that was so I love great. it. That I actually great. love it. Yeah, that it was great. Zendaya, Zendaya's cute, Tom Holland's yeah. cute. They're going to make, really, really like that... make really cute babies. Oh, my um, God, too far. Um, but I really like how it was going to, like, I liked how they played off that awkward relationship. Like, it actually felt yeah, kind of authentic. Good. Um, and I like the one where they come out of the uh, opera and then they're sort of walking down the street and then that's when she... Which I kind of wish they didn't reveal it in the trailer how she said, um, oh, you're, you're, um, you're Spider-Man, aren't you? Do they reveal it in the They trailer? revealed it in the trailer, like a that, bunch of idiots. That must have been a different trailer that I watched. Oh, I only really? watched Good. the first trailer. Yeah. Good. I didn't say that. They revealed that for some stupid reason. Did you say um, that? Yeah. That must have been like the second trailer. I didn't say that. Yeah, it Thank might have been goodness. the second one, yeah. 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 Um, so was they reveal that, which is, which is... I mean, obviously, I think it was great that they did that. Um, and then... I don't know, Betty and Ned. <laughs> it was got a little annoying after a while. I, it. It I mean, it was funny. funny, but it got a little annoying after a while. Um, and uh, what else happened? I wish I was Tom Holland, but I actually am Ned, honestly. <laughs> Jacob Battleon. Jacob Battleon. No, yeah. it, it was funny. It's it's yeah. just a good team. It is. It is. It's similar to the first one where it's sort of a little inconsequential, like sort of just a nice little teen film. Yeah, but it's not major, like. Like yeah. Avengers storyline, no, no, Infinity no. But, uh, yeah, stuff. But I just need to it be, was, yeah. and it was definitely on a bigger scale than Homecoming. Definitely, yeah. It, it's up. It up the action. It up the characters. But it, it still everything. kept it grounded. But it still it was, kept it grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I and I it was mostly inconsequential until the post credits. Yeah, that's which holy good. damn. I mean, that's that definitely means something for the next films. Uh, mainly, obviously, the next Spider-Man films. So, like, obviously, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson pops up, which, I mean, I called it. I didn't yeah. see any spoilers, I yeah. promise you, but I called that. I don't know, he, I, he's a fan favourite, and I, he was at the premiere, so I was sort of... I had sort of little yeah. expectations. He was basically Alex Jones. Yeah, he was basically Alex Jones. Yeah, it was awesome. It was... It was um, and that, he, that, and I was so shook, honestly. Yeah, and Mysterio reveals his identity in front of everyone and says yeah. that he, he um, you know, advanced the attack on everyone. Yeah, and, he, and he, cha- he changed the kind of perspective, so it's like... 
he was attacking me. Edited the yeah, exactly. Yeah, really good. It's yeah, it is. It was really um, good. It's it, it just yeah, just and I thought it sort of called back to the first homecoming ending where Aunt May's like, what the, and then at yeah. the end of this one, he's like, what the, like yeah, yeah, it's sort of a similar ending which I love. Dude, I told you that. Yeah, like, you didn't even remember, and I was like, yeah, no, I, I remember the homecoming ending. Do you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Homecoming was really good as well. Yeah, I, I, I think that's I think, the only no that I absolutely yeah. adore. Homecoming. I, I think the mid mid credits. Oh, sorry, the post credits. I don't understand why that they didn't just make that the ending of the film. Like that didn't have to be a post credits. So that is a, if you leave before that, you that's unfortunate, that's, that's yeah. extremely unfortunate. Yeah, why don't they, they just make that the ending? Because it literally, it's not like it's a different day or yeah. anything. It literally. The scene leads straight into that well, with them get, swinging yeah. in Manhattan. People now know that there's post credit scenes on Marvel. Movies. Yeah, true. I suppose, and it was it wasn't like it was right at the end. It the was other right post credit scene was garbage, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was kind of like Nick Why Fury, Fury and Maria. Like no, but I just I didn't understand. Was that supposed to be a joke or was it supposed to be like an actual like proper plot thread? Maybe, you know what maybe, I mean? Like, maybe there's a reason Nick Fury's in space. No, he was on holiday. He was on holiday, but then but then the yeah. scrolls were like acting as Maria Hill and Nick Fury for the entire film. It's just dumb. It's... It was weird. It was like, I didn't understand what they were trying to go for there. Um, but whatever. It'll probably get explained a bit later on. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's, that's Spider-Man Far From Home. We might get the Scroll War in... That might be the next yeah. thing. Yeah, true. That, that might be a little setup thing. But yeah, that was kind of odd, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Spider-Man Far From Home. I really liked it. Tom Holland's Zendaya. Really cute. Okay. So that's the takeaway from the film. <laughs> oh I, I love their relationship yeah it was, it was I great I need to see it flourish yeah just... and I, I, I like it'll be really interesting to see how it goes because like now that she knows the identity of Spider-Man of you know Spider-Man so Spiderman um anyway so yeah that's Spider-Man Far From Home where do you think it like sort of ranks in your in your list you know what I mean like your, your MCU list damn um, where it sits it's probably one of the better sequels it's one of Oh, where's my tier ranking? I have it somewhere. It's probably up in the... It's probably in top 10. Okay. I'm like, trying to think what's in my top 10, but yeah. Might be um, like 7th. So, yeah, like Endgame, Endgame, Homecoming are like 1 and 2. Yeah, I think Homecoming's better than this film. Uh, purely, I think the villain's a little bit better. Mysterio's Vulture, great, yeah. but I think Vulture has more yeah, of I, a I, connection to yeah, Peter Parker. I love Gyllenhaal so much. G- oh my Gyllenhaal. god, he's great. He what can play it? anything and just pull it off, can't he? Yeah, you saw Brokeback Mountain. I saw Brokeback Mountain as well. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was excellent. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. You gave it a 10, bloody hell. It was excellent. Yeah. I mean, you gave it an 8 out of 10, but for some reason you think it's okay. No, 8 no, out of 10 is no, great. It's, it's good. Like, <laughs> for like 80%. I mean, come good. on. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's far from home. I don't have much else to say about it. Yeah. It's really good, actually. How much time was spent on that? 14 minutes, that's not bad. 14 minutes, damn. Okay, we need to get on to the... Uh, we have 25 minutes? Yeah, that's quick quick math right there. We have 25 <laughs> minutes, or more or less, to talk about our 60s movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 1960s. Obviously, we had like tons of, tons of. I think it was a massive musical decade actually, because you had the Sound of Music, West Side Story, um, Hello Dolly, just like tons of. Hello Dolly, what's that? That was I don't know what it's about, but I know it's a musical, and it came out in the 60s. Singing in the right now, that was 50s. Uh, that was 40s. Did no, you... no, 50s, 50s. It was said in the. 40s, it was like 54. Like the... I think it was. Yeah. Well, um, did we talk about that? If not, oh yeah, we did. We, we talked mentioned about it, how yeah. much fun it was. We mentioned it. Um, anyway, do you want to do you want to start with any with the sixties film? Just throw it out there. We'll finish it off with two thousand one. Yeah, we'll finish it off with two thousand one space odyssey. Um, okay. Start with start let's with start this with, one. Let, no, let's start with Doctor Strange Love. Okay. So another Kubrick film. Um, well, the first Kubrick film we'll talk about. We'll mm-hmm. talk about another one. Um, Doctor Strange Love. I 
where when was it released? I don't remember. Or Some how, or how I learned to stop worrying. Or how I learned to stop Strangelov. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that extended time. The character Doc Strangelov wasn't in it that much. Oh, really? Yeah. I watched it in preparation for this podcast. Mm-hmm. I watched it at the start of the holidays, which was like three weeks ago. So, oh, yeah. So it's a little, I've forgotten, it's a little murky. I've forgotten a bit. Yeah, of, that's all right. But I remember for a fact that I loved it, and yeah. it was really intense. It was like, it was a bit of a thriller. It was, um, yeah, it was beautifully done. Kubrick is, <laughs> Kubrick's a master. Is that, I mean, is that about like the sort of post-nuclear nuclear sort well, of Well, yeah, the context and the relevance to today with the, mm. so it's just, it all, so it's kind of like what what if it went wrong? Like the command order came from a general to launch the to launch the B fifty two bomber. It's like kind of during a really tense time already, mm-hmm. like with um the Cuban Missile Crisis and stuff. And it's just yeah. like, um, and it's not during the Cuban Missile Crisis, but but yeah, the context of it was this was kind of uh, maybe twenty years mm-hmm. after Hiroshima, and, the, and it's kind of yeah, this is getting into the Cold War, so it's kind of. It was actually almost a um, anti-war satire as well, kind of. It, it yeah, was, yeah. It took a bit of a satirical look on it. Yeah, has um, it got? Has it got sort of like that Kubrick sort of eccentric character? Yeah, it was. Like, it was eccentric. Yeah, um, yeah I love. I love the the character of the general who launched it. He was. Mm-hmm. Good. It was like on the plane they got rid of the um, communications. It was. It was just really interesting the way they. Yeah, did yeah. It. it was. Um, no, I've, I've really got to get around. Yeah, to it that was one. intense and it was clever. It was really well thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, relevant to today actually. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've definitely it. got to get around to that because I'm going to get the Blu-ray and then I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. Is I there is it. is it, is a Blu-ray bru- bru- uh, like available at the moment? Like, is I know it's. I feel like I've looked. I, not that I've seen it, but I feel like I've twenty-five bucks. Oh god. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll get it on the buy one get one free with Endgame probably. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea actually. Once the next buy one get one. Yeah. Comes in. Um, Yours. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the birds. Um, which I literally saw this morning, um, which, uh, no, I'm, I'm good with no, the drink. Okay. No, I'm fine, thanks. Um, The Birds, which came out in 1963, uh, which is an Alfred Hitchcock film, which, you know, wasn't his first 60s film, because he had Psycho in 1960, which yes. I also love, but I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that just because it's sort of, it's quite a popular film and everyone kind of knows about it. I haven't, so seen, I haven't seen The Birds yet. The Birds, yeah. yeah. The, the Birds is fantastic. Um, Psycho. Right? So... Uh, oh, sorry, no. Psycho's fantastic. This film's really good. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about Psycho. Um, Wait, so, the, so which is better? Psycho or The uh, Psycho. Then why aren't you talking about Psycho? Because it's, again, I literally just said, yeah, um, know, it's a popular film. Everyone sort of knows about it. I feel like I feel like a lot of people have seen it. So I yeah. want to sort of spread light on another film called The Birds, which I think is a, mass- a massively influential film, actually. True. Um, just because it's, first of all, it's, extremely it like it's quite terrifying especially for like that time because like i didn't actually find it very scary but that's purely because i think our generation is quite exposed to yeah that you type found stuff. some new horror um yeah. it is sort of like a horror thriller type thing because it is it's quite gory actually especially for a 1960 film yeah and it doesn't look fake it Psych- actually looks quite real Psycho was the first time they showed flushing toilet yeah flushing toilet in american yeah yeah fun fact that um, is a fun yeah. fact yeah um but it has, it's actually quite gory because you see like a dead corpses with like their eyes scratched out. That's you see, cool. there's a lot of there's like children getting attacked by the birds. <laughs> yeah, I deserve um, it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, but it's it, you know it's actually really it's quite gory, especially for a film that came out that time. Uh, it stars uh, Tippi Hedren and Rod Taylor. You know, Australia own apparently. He's apparently Australian, which is pretty cool. Cool, bro. Um, it's basically about a wealthy lady who lives in uh, San Francisco who meets a guy in a bird shop. 
who she quite fancies, and she tries to pursue him to be a potential boyfriend um, to a little harbour town outside San Francisco, where upon her arrival, um, birds of all kinds start attacking people. That's kind of the basic premise. But she but she brings a pair of lovebirds to give to the guy, um, which is sort of a, it's sort of a mini plot thread, um, and it's just a bunch of birds attacking people. That's literally the premise. Um, but the birds that sort of start attacking people, it's sort of uh. a slow progression of, um, like, how birds start attacking people, because it starts off with, um, like, one bird literally swoops down and sort of pecks her, and that's, like, right. it. And then yeah. that's that's not even... That's probably a bit before halfway through. If, if you didn't know the movie was called The Birds, you wouldn't say much into it. It's just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the first half of the film doesn't really have a lot of the bird attacking stuff. That's mm. mostly just set up with the characters and um, this relationship between the two main characters... Um, and the the production of these, like, birds is incredible, because I think most of it was actually real birds. Obviously not the wide shots, that obviously wasn't, that was yeah. digital. And you could kind of tell it's a little dated, the, the effects, but um, the, the close-ups were all real birds, which is uh, pretty great, actually. You know what are great effects? What? Birdemic. Oh, my God. That, that movie, I reckon, was obviously a rip-off of this yeah. film. You know, you know when what? did that film come out? I don't know, 2010s, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a, I've just seen little clips of that. Yeah. Like, just little... It yeah. just looks atrocious. I, I think, um, for some reason, it sounds kind of like Sharknado. This I, film? I hate Sharknado. Yeah. I, I haven't seen Sharknado. I mean, I know it's terrible, but... I mean, um, it sounds better, but, like, kind of dumb. But, yeah, um, it's a little... It's a little... Fun. It's kind of dumb, fun, like, thriller. But I, I don't know. I kind of... I actually really was kind of invested in the characters, weirdly. Right. It's kind of... Yeah. Um, and I thought the child actors were actually really great. That's, actually, okay. which is, I know it's rare. It's yeah. rare. And especially for a 1960s film, but the daughter of the uh, of the guy, Rod Taylor, um, she was great. She was really good. Apparently right. she was in Alien as well, I looked up. I don't know which character. She was, would have been one of the sides. Well, uh, if, characters. It were, if it was Aliens, then it mm. would have been... It could have been... New. Well, she, no. she would have grown up by then. But, well, um, oh, yeah, because, yeah, 60s, Alien. 60s through to... Um, yeah, she was one oh, of the... Oh, was it Newt? No. Yeah, Newt, Newt's Newt. the name of the girl, yeah. Um, that was a cute relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um... So yeah, the first half is sort of a little slow. It takes time. It sort of takes time to, sh- to show the birds attacking people. Um, the all act- all acting is pretty great, um, especially the main character Tippy Hedren, um, right. whose her name is what's her name in the film? I don't know her name in the film, but her- she's really good in the film. Um, there's one of my favorite scenes in the film is sort of all the town folk sort of in this pub watching outside all the birds attacking and it's sort of and I like the discussions that they have saying like why the birds are attacking and then there's this one girl who's like can you keep your voices down because my kids are listening because they, they were talking about the how the birds attack to school mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, and there's this also another really great scene where um, the main character is waiting outside to pick up one of the kids from school which is the the uh, Rod Taylor's daughter because um, she went and picked her up for some reason um, and sh- that she's waiting outside and you see sort of behind her just one bird come. Right. And then it, like, cuts to her sort of, you know, giving herself a smoke. And then, like, there's right. five more birds on the on the playground behind uh, her. And then, like, it keeps cutting cool. away. And then, like, the next bit, there's, like, a billion. And then she finally turns around. And then she sort of walk, gets up, walks slowly. And this film has basically no music. There's no soundtrack. Really? And I, I actually found that quite tense. Like, the, the silence. Yeah. Like, it's all basically silent. Um, and it's actually, yeah, it's, it's quite good, actually. Um, one thing that I kind of annoyed me is the ending was quite disappointing, actually. Don't, don't spoil it. No, no, I'm not going mean, to spoil I, it. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to spoil it, trust me. Um, it's okay. It, it's just disappointing. It yeah. just sort of ends, and I'm like, okay, I think there should have been maybe 10 more minutes onto that. Um, 
So yeah, it's actually it's actually a pretty great film. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was expecting there to be I was expecting it to be a little meandering, but it was actually quite entertaining. Weirdly, like I was invested in what was happening and like why these birds were here. And you don't exactly find out why the birds were here. And Hitchcock was definitely. Um, well, that's all about perspective. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like the townsfolk. It's not like because you can have the military, the military or mm. the scientist perspective in these big disasters. Yeah, exactly. Movies, yeah, you're right. Like stopping it. Or like say monster, it's like a clean monster, cut, like, monsters where reason. it's just where like the movie monsters mm. where it's just the perspective of living surviving instead of stopping. It's, mm. Yeah, it's just a plain perspective. Yeah, yeah, which I like that. And Hitchcock was definitely going for something, um, sort of yeah, obviously a perspective and sort of an idea of why the birds are here. But you because obviously one of the girls says what in the in the pub scene one of the ladies says to the main character, um, these birds started arriving when you arrived, and so mm. why is that? And so that sort of right. that sort of and that puts the main character at a, at a weird fault. position. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's kind of she's the same girl. He's like, don't my kids are here and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then she runs outside, and then all the birds start taking their runs back in Why with would her she kids because she tried to get in her car to go off to San Francisco, or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, it's actually a really great film. I really enjoyed okay. it. Anyway, so that's the birds. Sounds Alfred Hitchcock. I recommend watching it. Yeah, it's good. Sounds fun. Yeah. Dumb but fun. Yeah, it's a it's a little like sort of I don't know disastery, but I don't know. It, I didn't. I, I was kind of I was quite attached to most of the characters actually. Anyway, your movie. You right? My movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, asleep. you you were rude. What? You're a rude person. No, I was listening. No, you were. Yeah, I was. Go on, go on. Get, next about, film. Next film. About, like, the birds next film. Or, like next film. Pigeons. Go attack, on, talk about your film. Attacking us. Okay. Wait. Okay. So. Alright, Pepin Tom. Yep. Uh, so, um, this was actually a film. This film was actually panned when it first came out. Mm. It was pretty. It didn't make much of the box office. Mm-hmm. Then, years later, Martin Scorsese came out and said that it's one of his favourite films. Lots of directors, oh, really? Lots okay. of directors said that they absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then more people started watching it. It is... It, I completely agree with Martin Scorsese. I mean, not that it's one of my favourite films. It's a really good film, though. Mm-hmm. It is... Um, rarely does a horror movie actually scare me, and for some reason, this just... It actually got to me. So it's really an inspired... It's inspired. It's something different. It's not like your classic slasher. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, it's, sure, it's not like a monster movie, but it's it's like a slasher, but with a twist. Kind of, it really goes into voyeurism and kind of the kind of the understanding of people's fear and ca- capturing that it kind of is almost um kind of self-referential or self-conscious because horror movie like kind of capturing people's fear and actually have the audiences of voyeur of voyeurs all like watching the yeah. lives of people yeah that's um, cool. yeah it's 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 inspired um yeah, it goes into the capturing of fear, and that really goes into it. It is scary. It yeah, it gets on your ner- It gets on mm-hmm. your nerves. I wish you'd seen it so we could actually discuss. I struggled yeah. talking by myself for a long time. <laughs> it's right. I had to do that with the birds. I'm so. like a, a lo- I'm like a what's his face from Parks and Rec, where he just like talks and then loses his train of thought. Oh, uh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, all right. Keep going. So wait. So what's the like? It actually like centered on like the. So it's it's actually centered on the murderer, like the, the like the, 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 the actual villain. murderer. So the okay. villain is the protagonist. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 It's um, that's nice. He's who we follow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bril- brilliant performance from him. Um, Carl Heinz Bomb or Bohm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he he got it was I don't know it was just it's a chilling horror movie. And that was nineteen like six, sometime in the sixties. I didn't write I, down the years. I have a feeling it was literally sixty. I think it might have just yeah, made it was it. actually yeah. It, um, yeah. It was, I, might, um, I might fact check that just to make sure. Yeah, it was, but I think it was literally just sixty. I just like the idea of like capturing emotion, such authentic emotion, and how he has how just the obsession of it and also you see this later in another horror movie that scares me um, One Hour Photo which we might talk about oh Robin Williams Robin Williams yeah, yeah. it's kind of just the voyeurism and looking into people's lives mm-hmm. yeah. I just there's I have a fascination with that not a murderous fascination yeah, yeah. like but it was like it, I suppose like when you talk about that sort of like rear window a little bit is yeah that, is that exactly. sort of similar to it, that all, this, yeah. all the same kind of idea I yeah. have a fascination but with obviously it. this one's from a villain's perspective yeah it's yeah and he it, you, it has pretty incredible um, characterization mm. and it goes into his past and also kind of the innocent side of him and just why and yeah, it, yeah. it's really interesting um, kind mm-hmm. of he's a tortured character it's um yeah I really like it why, why do you reckon people didn't like it at the time do you reckon is it just sort of it was something different it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it it's is different. a different yeah. film it's I mean, not, it does your, sound it's not your classic plot yeah yeah um yeah, it doesn't follow like a hero protagonist, mm. like a suave kind of James Bond type. Which actually, speaking of James Bond, there were a lot of James Bond movies. There in were, the 60s. wasn't there? Yeah, but um, yeah, it's kind of, it's it's just different, and yeah, people can't handle horror a lot of the time. Yeah, I know a lot of people who just can't deal with it. Yeah, no, not me too. People that would break down at like the not not even blood, just like Zave. sort of. <laughs> no, they fine with that, but he can't do horror. No, no, he can't do horror. But if you, yeah, I suppose you can't. Yeah, my brother will. He cannot do horror. Oh really? He, he... I love horror so much. Yeah, I love I, being I'm, scared. I'm a fan of a horror. Yeah, a good old horror movie. Yeah, I have a list of scariest movies here. Oh really? I'll well, go, we'll, we'll save them. Yeah. We'll save them for the right, Halloween so it's, special. It's July now. August. Is Halloween at the end of October? Uh, October thirty first. I mean. Oh right, it's the yeah, end. Right at the end. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, right. we'll save for then. Okay, yeah, that's Peeping Tom. Um, I, I want to. I kind of want to get around to it. It's good. It sounds um, interesting. I rented it for, a, and it, yeah, it's technically masterful. It yeah. really captured well, filmed well. Um, wait, so it, what did you rent it on iTunes? Did you say? Uh, YouTube. Oh, YouTube. A, a cool. Dollar yeah. rental. Yeah. Oh, nice. They have rentals on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, okay, so this film came out in 1966. Which I'm sure people have heard of. And oh, as soon as I, know, I, I mean, as soon as I name it, people will start humming the tune: the good, the bad, and the ugly. People who haven't even seen this film will know the tune. It's, it's this movie is an epic. Um, it's in my top five favorite films of all time. I reckon wow. it's up there. I I, lo- I watched this yesterday. It's masterful. So it's directed by um Sergio Leone, who obviously did a lot of westerns. Um, he did for a few dollars more and a fistful of dollars, which is sort of because it's that's sort of his little Clint Eastwood trilogy that he did. Yeah, he the, started the off do- with um, they called the dollars. They called the dollars trilogy. It's kind of like the Cornetto trilogy, but yeah. it's because it's not they're not actually connected. Um, they they just have similar stars. Like they have Clint Eastwood in, as a main character in each film, but he's got a different name. Um, and you know this one's about three guys: uh, Blondie, also known as the Good, played by Clint Eastwood; Tuco, um, also known as the Ugly played by Eli Wallach, and Angel Eyes, um, also known as The Bad, played by Lee Van Cleef. And it's basically, you know, put, to put it simply, it's basically about on these three guys on a quest to find fortune at a graveyard. Yeah. That's literally the very basic yeah, plot. Yeah, the ending scene. Um, but this is this is a, an, literally an epic. It's three hours long. Yeah. Um, 
it's the opening scene is just masterful how how it's shot it's kind of you think there's going to be a standoff between these two guys yeah. but then they walk and meet and then run into a bank and yeah. then and then the bad Eli Wallach jumps out of the window um, with the money and then get, runs away and kills the kills the guys in there so you kind of already know he is kind of a bad guy even though he's called the ugly um, yeah. and Blondie and Tuco who are kind of the two main characters um, Blondie sort of makes his cash by because um, Tuco gets in trouble with the police and Blondie hands Tuco in and at the start you think you know Blondie's oh he's just you know he's they're not, they're not alliance together but um, you see Tuco on the about to get you know, hung, the and then shoots out the rope. That's um, yeah, that, and then because Blondie's already got the money from the yeah. when he, the bounty that yeah, Tuco's got, and so they escape and then keep doing the same thing over yeah. and over, which it's I good. love. Um, and it's and then Blondie like betrays Tuco, and then it's sort of between them two, like sort of they torture each other in the desert for a bit, um, and then it and Angel Eyes is sort of following them. He's kind of the a third character, like he's not. He's not in it as much as the others. The third wheel. Uh, yeah, kind of the third wheel, yeah. Because it's sort of more about Blondie and Tuco, but uh, Angel Eyes is sort of not in it as much. Yeah. Um, but Angel Eyes has some of my favourite scenes in the film. Like one, like especially right at the start with um, the... Yeah. He kills the... Uh, and finds out the name of the grave. Mm. Uh, uh, what is it? Yeah, and there's, ben that, there's that scene where he goes in and, um, like, into the family's home. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, like, kills the guy because he gets the name of the graveyard. Yeah. Or the, the gravestone, which has the money in it. Um... And so yeah, it's just it's a massive film. It's it's three hours. It's, that's that's too long. Do you reckon? No, I I think I think every minute is earned of that film. Yeah. It's 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 a painting. I honestly I can't get into westerns. Really, this that I is think, the western. I think I just, this I, is the western. They're yeah. not they're not for me. That's a, that's fine. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's I don't know. This is just the the definitive western. It's the one that everyone thinks of when they when they think of westerns. Like if you're in a desert, you probably like think of the tune of this from this movie or in your ex, head. Or the ecstasy of gold. Yeah, yeah, the ecstasy of gold. Which you know, Ennio Morricone, Morricone's music is just yeah. incredible. That's one of the best scores. It is yeah. masterful. It is. It is yeah. Incredible. Um, yeah. The third act of the film is just amazing. It drags. Oh wait, no, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. you I'm don't kidding. think that. I mean, it, it is quite long. The third act, but it, it, every minute's earned. I think. Um, so yeah, it, it's just I don't want to spoil it, but it's just the standoff between the three characters. Yeah. My true. god, my god, is that masterful filmmaking? It's just it's incredible. There is one thing about this film that I do think is terrible. That I do think is downright terrible. Um, and that is the audio dubbing. Some of the audio dubbing is quite atrocious. Um, like some, especially the character. I think Tuco has when he's with his with uh, when he's with his brothers, and I think they're talking in Spanish. I think it is. Um, and some of the dubbing there is terrible. Well, that's something. Like it's it. really they, bad. They could redo that now. Today. Yeah, they could. They could honestly. Yeah, they could remaster this movie to make that better. Um, but yeah, that's that's literally it. I, I love this movie. I absolutely adore it. It's. Uh, just go go see it if you haven't. It's sort of a must see, I think. We have conflicting opinions on that movie. Do we? Uh, I'm a, sure it's good. Yeah. It's not amazing. I, I watched it yesterday. It's just as good as I remember. It's, yeah, maybe I was a bit tired when I watched it or something. Maybe. You know, sometimes yeah. you're just not in the mood. And yeah, it's yeah. Kind of forgettable. Mm. Yeah. Well, one movie we do both agree on. Yes. That would be amazing yes. and amazing. Yeah. I have no notes on this can, movie, so let's just... Nah. We can talk. We can talk. It's, um, we can both talk about this movie because we both seen yeah. it. Yeah. So what, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> bum, 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 b
Um, oh my god. Which is um, that's one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, so it's directed by Stanley Stan, Kubrick. Stanley. It doesn't really have. You can't really say it's got a. You can't really say what's about. You know. I suppose it's about like evolution. It's okay, about so, so, okay. Yeah, back to the human race. There, there is a lot of. So this is what I'd say about this film. So there's a epilogue and a prologue, which can be analysed. They're not a hundred percent necessary. I still love them. That like they Oh, I think they're necessary. I, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like no, the the, the centre film is where the story. Yeah, the centre of it yeah. is the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're necessary to really make it what it incredible. Is. Yeah. It would still be good with the middle part. Mm. It it's the space agey. Yeah, it's it has such an amazing plot with human development. Yeah, because it starts off with the obviously the apes back in like the old days. Yeah, it's it's about human development. That match cut. So so the apes oh finally learn how to use tools mm, with the bone. They're yep. smashing the bone, and then he throws it up in the air, and the bone's flying, and then it cuts, cuts to, to a nuclear to weapon, a nuclear space weapon. Yeah, um, which just, is it's, the, it's about human development. Which is like the the most the, the first ever tool to like the most advanced tool. Yeah, um, which is just like masterful. I mean, really, um, it is so amazing, like so gorgeously shot. Yeah. It's technically pioneering. Oh, it's technically this, this film came out in nineteen what sixty eight, I think it was. Yeah. Um, it could come out today, and yeah, the, nothing dates it. Yeah. Absolutely no. nothing dates it. Yeah. Um, the the technical mastery on display is honestly like it. It again, it could come out today, and the, no um, one would no one would bat an eye. The circular running. The, the circular the, running. The, yeah. The blue Danube scene, like which was the. Do, 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 yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. It's just. It's so amazing. It is. Um, just, I, I just love. I love the scenes. I love the scenes, obviously, with Hal, so, which, so, which, are, which is sort yeah. of where the, the plot starts. It's really, really tense. Um, like you yeah, see it's really the tense. Lip, yeah, lip reading. Yeah, Hal sort of going against the technology, going against man, um, and sort of actually killing man at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how the development can be too fast. Yeah. Exactly. Because like yeah. it's own. It, you can also say that because honestly, since cavemen, like with the monkeys. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been that long in the grand scheme of things yeah. until we've made the nuclear weapons and not knowing how to use it. Yeah, exactly. Not knowing the full scale of it. Yeah, yeah, no choice. It's just the... It's overdevelopment. Yeah. It's it's relevant. Yeah, and then the, obviously the Stargate sequence at the end. Yeah. Which is just trippy as heck. Yeah. It's hypnotic. Um, and then at the end with... Which, I mean, there's a lot to delve the in there. The walkthrough is lot. That, yeah. that bit confused me. The, wit- bit, the which bit, sorry? The, the, the final bit. Oh, right, yeah, with him in the sort of room. with yeah. the And then him ageing when he, when he... And it's yeah. him sort of pointing at the monolith. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I the, think that's something the mono- to... The that's, monolith is God. The monolith is God. Yeah, he definitely is God. Um, and then we see at the end... Or it's just, the meaning of life. Or the some, meaning of some, life, yeah. Some higher thing. Entity, yeah. It, yeah. Def- it definitely is. Um, it's and, a fixation. It's like because everyone draw- gets drawn to it and just... Excited. Yeah, exactly. Like we see the monkeys at the start sort of like banging on it and sort of yeah. touching it and stuff like that. Um, yeah. This film is masterful. We could we could talk about ages about this film, just like analysis and everything. And uh, there's a there's so much analysis online about this film. It's one of the one of the most deeply um, analyzed films ever. And I mean rightly so, because Kubrick definitely intended that. Um, but he he hasn't actually spoken about this movie about what it's about really well, at all. He's dead. Yeah, well because he's dead. But you know when people saw it and yeah. afterwards he hasn't really spoken about it. Yeah, there, um, there was a producer on it who kind of said some, but it's 
I have a feeling he had an idea in his head. He directed it. He didn't let even the producers in on what it really was. Yeah, probably. Like yeah. what the meaning. Yeah, yeah. Was. No, I think you're right. Yeah. He was an odd man. He was good though. Kubrick. Yeah. Oh my God, he's a master. He was um, so good. Anyway, so yeah, that's 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah, watch it if you haven't. It you really have to. Yeah. You really have to. We saw it's, it in we saw it in IMAX. Yeah, we saw it in IMAX last year. That was that was an experience. <laughs> yeah. God, that was that was an experience. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the sixties in a nutshell. Yeah. In a very small nutshell. I mean, obviously, there's tons of other sixties movies that I bet you've all seen. Speaking of nutshells, what's your favorite nutshell? Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. Almond. M- mine's macadamia. You're 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 a basic. You're a basic. <laughs> <laughs> macadamia. I know that's like macadamia ice cream and stuff. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm on a diet, so no thanks. Yeah. No, <laughs> no macadamia, hazelnut, pistachio. That's what, that's what's popping. Eric's eating some seeds right now. I kind sun, of, I kind of feel a little bad for you. Sunflower seeds. Yeah. I'm trying to get skinny. That's good. I'm 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 glad for you. I think I'm gonna go anorexic. <laughs> uh, long uh, way till that. Probably should, um, probably should make jokes about. Long no. way that. You're funny. You're funny, Tom. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's the 1960s and obviously Spider-Man Far From Home. Also, Psycho and Kill Mockingbird, just name Yeah, we'll just name them. Because they do exist. And they are good films as well. Um, so yeah, that's... that's uh, Kill Mockingbird's great, actually. Kill Mockingbird is really good. And obviously, we ha- I have neither... I don't think either of us have... Have you read the book? No. I've got... I know some friends that have read the book, but... We're, um, um, we're covering it in Community Inquiry. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, one someone in my class told me that we're doing that while I was away. At oh, nice, yeah. yeah. Doing Matilda, pr- which Matilda we haven't actually talked about Matilda. Um, I worked on the Matilda production, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the production school. The production, yeah. yeah, Tim Minchin is a clever human. He is very All the clever. actors at school, I'm incredibly <laughs> impressed by their in awe of. Yeah, wow. I, I am very disappointed that I couldn't see it. Yeah, you were in Turkey. I was cycling, yeah. Like, Which, honestly, I probably wouldn't have it any other way. Anyway, so thank you for listening. Um, okay. Go watch the films that we mentioned, Yeah, well, please. you know what? We're not friends anymore, and Woody's my new best friend. Actually, no, Jack Thomas. Actually, Jack Thomas is a magical person. I love that guy. I love him. Sorry, we just called you out. Anyway, thank you. Bye. And Woody's great as well.